If you've ever suffered from lateral knee pain, pain on the outside of your knee, IT band tightness, IT band syndrome, or anything on the lateral structures of your thigh, how many of you have been told to roll your IT bands? It's probably extremely tender, painful on the outside of your thigh. But what I want to talk about today with IT band syndrome and tightness is that rolling your IT band, that advice is just too generic, too vague. When you get that advice of rolling your IT band when it's already super tight is not the best advice. It's probably similar to telling someone who wants nutritional advice to just eat food. It's too vague, too generic, too broad. And the underlying thing here is that the IT band tightness that's being caused by something else. Usually something in regards to your training, the way that you're moving, the way that you're doing strengthening exercises. And that's what we're going to break down in today's episode. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. And today's topic is all about IT band tightness. Iliotibial band, that's the band, the thickening of fascia and non-contractile tissue that runs from your hip, your ilium, all the way down to your tibia, your shin bone. First off, I want to break down what the IT band actually is and some of the factors that may cause restriction and tightness. Stay tuned towards the end of this episode because I will give some tips as to what I do with people that suffer from any IT band restrictions and some things that you can troubleshoot on your own at home. Again, this is not to replace medical advice. So if you ever have any debilitating IT band syndrome or pain on the outside of your knee, it's always best to go get checked out. But if this is something that you've had in the past, maybe this will shed some light on some of the things that you can do to prevent this from happening again, and also just keep your body functioning well. It's very important to understand that the IT band is not contractile tissue, meaning it's not like muscle where it can expand and contract. It's really just thickening of fascia. It's really dense connective tissue, and it connects the tendons of your tensor fascia lata, your TFL, and the glute musculatures, specifically the glute maximus. It connects the tendons and runs all the way down the side of your thigh, and it connects to your shin bone. And some of the distal fibers, the fibers close to your knee, connect into your femur, your thigh bone, and also blend in with the retinaculum and the ligaments that connect into your patella or your kneecap. So it's all of this thickening of connective tissue that runs all the way down. And it's thought to provide a lot of lateral knee stability, also rotational knee stability in coordination with your hip musculature. So there's a lot of research with IT band syndrome and ways to treat it, what causes it. And it's actually believed to help out the load of the glutes to maintain hip stability when you're standing and walking. Basically, your IT band can create some stiffness to make your glutes not work as hard make you move a little bit more efficiently and it reduces some of the workload of the glutes because the glutes are working all day long just to hold us upright and the glutes especially do a lot when it comes to any type of exercises jumping running anything like that so the glutes and the it band strongly are coordinated to work together to provide that 
again, that knee support. Another key component is that all of these muscles around the hip, specifically the outside of the hip, they blend together all of the glute musculature, your maximus, medius, minimus, they all really blend together and somehow attach into this thickening of your fascia. And of course, your TFL blends into that IT band as well. So like I said before, the IT band is non-contractile. So it's unable to alter its length. So a lot of times when you have tightness, especially hip adduction, when your thigh is going towards the midline, and a classic way to check for this is Ober's test. If anyone has had IT band tightness, you'll get on your side and the clinician will see how much they can extend your hip and drop your hip into adduction to assess for IT band tightness. Now the key point here is because the IT band cannot really alter its length, majority of this elongation is coming from the muscles that connect into the IT band. So your glute muscles again and your TFL. So that's very important here because when you roll and massage out and work on your IT band, we're really not changing its length. So the key point here is with that tension that your IT band is holding, a lot of times you'll release that tension down your IT band if you work on the muscles attaching into the IT band. That's a key concept right here, is that work on the muscles on the outside of your hip to alleviate some of that tension down your IT band. And that's what a lot of the research has shown as well, is that rolling directly over your IT band, it does not really provide increased range of motion when it comes to hip adduction, but rolling on the outside of your hip, all of your glute muscles and your TFL, that does contribute to increased range of motion. And in theory, that will release a lot of the tension that's going down your IT band. But more importantly, what I want to talk about is that a lot of this tightness down your IT band, that is being caused by something. And remember that we said, whenever your IT band's tight, you wanna work uh, on mobility around the hip, but you also want to work on strengthening around the hip because majority of the time, it's some kind of lack of hip strength or conditioning, especially with your hip abductors, what brings your leg out to the side or what also holds your hips in that neutral position, especially when you're on a single leg. Those muscles need to be able to fire. Again, going back to that example that the IT band stiffness that it creates, that can help to complement your glute function, right? So if your IT band is getting stiff and there, it's working together with your glutes, then that's how your knee stays very stable and you're able to control your knee in the lateral motions and also the rotational motions. But if you flip that script around, if your glute is getting really weak and unable to do its job, unable to meet the strength demands, the movement demands of whatever your activity is, that's when, again, they work in conjunction, right? That's when you're going to create excessive stiffness and tightness down your IT band. Your IT band is going to have to hold excessive tension because your glute cannot absorb all of the force, cannot meet the demands of whatever the task is. And because your glutes are shutting down, something needs to stabilize your knee. And that's where you're going to get a lot of the tightness and restriction down your IT band. So again, I can't stress enough, your glute strength and the IT band have to function together where the glutes have to absorb a lot of the contractile load and your IT band has to be able to meet the demands to provide that stiffness so that you can actually carry out all of the movements that you need to. Along those lines, so what causes this IT band tightness again? So it could be a strength component. 
It could be maybe your hip muscles are shutting down. Maybe you need to focus on some core strength. Maybe it's the combination of everything is that you're creating some muscle imbalances or compensation. So you need to address that strength component. It also could be conditioning. Conditioning meaning that maybe you do have good movement, but you're not in condition to carry out whatever the task is. If that's running, if that's jumping, you're unable to meet the volume of how long, how frequently you're doing certain activities. Also, it could be movement related. Maybe with certain types of movements, your hip is not controlling that knee stability again. If your knee is not being controlled, that's going to cause a lot of excessive stiffness on the medial and lateral side of your knee because those tissues have to work harder because of the lack of hip control. It could also be asymmetries, especially in the core and the hip. If you have asymmetries and you can't control movement in certain ways, that could lead to a lot of excessive IT band tightness. And also the last component is just recovery. Oftentimes we see IT band issues when it's an overtraining type of issue. And this could be just simply maybe allowing your body to recover adequately and figuring out what the right volume is so that you don't break your body down again. And you can keep building up your strength and conditioning and doing all of the things that you love at that high level of performance. So overall, this is what I'm getting at is that IT band tightness, understanding what causes it, the mechanism, but also understanding that you need to investigate the cause of your tightness. And it could be in any of these facets that I just mentioned. It's not purely just mechanical saying that your IT band is tight and just put the foam roller there and roll on your IT band. Because a lot of times it'll feel temporarily better, but as soon as you get back to whatever the activity that you're doing and you don't address the actual cause, Your IT band is just going to be very tight again, excessively stiff, and it's going to cause a lot of restriction, pain, and you're going to be that sore again when you get on the foam roller again. So making sure again how to alleviate some of the cause of this excessive IT band tightness. Okay, so what I want to get to next is some tips, some checkpoints of what you want to check when you have any type of lateral discomfort, lateral IT band tightness, or even hip abductor tightness. Some key things to check here are, have you had any changes? We're talking about significant jumps or increases in your activities. So things like increased your volume all of a sudden, increased the intensity of your activities or your exercise. Other equipment related issues. Have you changed the surface that you're running on if you're a runner? Have you changed shoes? Any big differences or changes in your activity level Oftentimes that can contribute to having some of the excessive tightness, especially when it comes to IT band issues, because you're just not accustomed to training in that fashion. If one of these are potentially problematic, you want to back off. Remember to make sure that your body can adapt and respond to the volume of activity and that you can keep using this to get stronger and stronger. Now, moving on, some of the functional issues that I'm looking at is, are there any core imbalances, any strength imbalances, specifically around the core and the hip? So these are things that you can notice when you're doing exercises. Are the core exercises starting to become more challenging? Is your position ideal? Are you keeping and maintaining that neutral spine, neutral hip position? Are you 
equal on both sides. When you start to do single leg type of exercises, when you start to do rotational core type of exercises, are you starting to notice more and more of a discrepancy between your left and your right sides or are they relatively balanced? And you'll notice that your strength and muscle activity starts to decline. And that's the first thing is that you want to try to balance it out as much as you can. Really start to do things to turn those muscles on so that you can have them actually get stronger to support your movement. Now moving on to the core, that hip function again. Now hip function, what I'm talking about is strength and mobility. With that IT band tightness again, making sure that your hip stays mobile. So this is a combination of manual therapy, myofascial release, rolling, but also being able to stretch in all the different facets of your hip range of motion. Your hip is a very mobile joint, so there's so many different ways that it has to be able to access that range of motion in order for the right muscles to do its job. What I always work on with a lot of my athletes and clients is just rolling simply around your hip. A lot of times we forget to roll around that hip girdle. So starting in the back, getting more of the glute max, coming to the side, getting more glute med, glute min, coming to that front where that TFL region is, coming more in the front, getting that TFL region, rolling onto the top part of your quad, your rectus femoris, and then rolling the inside the top part of your hip adductors and your groin area to make sure that all of that stays really loose. If you start to loosen some of that up, it will automatically translate into helping those muscles support your hip and your knee function and your movement a little bit better. Now rolling is half the battle. You have to be able to actually use those muscles to support movement again. So making sure that whenever you're doing all of your exercises, you feel balanced on your left and your right side, but also when you're doing single leg type of exercises, whether that's open or closed chain, you make sure that you're feeling the same muscle groups when you're doing things on both sides. So that's a key point. Really work on that strength and conditioning component. And the last area of the body that I always look at is check your ankle and your foot. A lot of time your hip, your ankle and your foot, they really work collaboratively with each other. If one area is not doing its job, so for example, let's say the ankle and the foot is not doing its job, the hip is going to have to take up that workload to assist the ankle and the foot's job. Or vice versa, if the hip starts to shut off, a lot of times the ankle and the foot are working in overtime and trying to make up for that deficit coming from the hip. Both of these joints are very mobile and they contribute tremendously to the stability of the knee. So also check the ankle and the foot, the strength and the mobility. Make sure that you're keeping and maintaining high level function in the ankle and the foot because this will help you to get better connection with the ground for all weight bearing types of movements. And it will also set up a good base so that your hip can do its job, stabilize the hip, and this will make your knee and everything work so much better. So overall, those are my tips of what I like to check and make sure that everything is working together. You want to always work on that mobility, address any excessive tightness. You want to address any weaknesses, muscle imbalances, and really start to just turn muscles on and make sure that you're using the muscles with whatever you're doing with activity and training. Work on developing your conditioning slowly, especially if the IT band syndrome or tightness came on from a rapid increase in volume and intensity of training, you want to make sure that you take steps back, 
and progressively improve your overall conditioning. And with this, it's not only to prevent or combat IT band restrictions, but it's also to make sure that you keep training and you keep improving. And this will drastically improve your overall performance. This is my short spiel on how to minimize and counteract any IT band tightness. And it's not always just rolling over your IT band. In fact, many people, I don't even have them roll over the IT band. It's more so lateral quad, lateral hip, lateral hamstrings to make sure everything on the outside of your thigh is nice and loose so that it can actually do its job, especially with whatever activities you're doing. Thank you again for listening. Thanks for all of the support. If you have any questions, be sure to reach out to me. You can contact me through my website, hnlmovement.com, or you can email me directly at andrew at hnlmovement. Also, contact me on social media. I would love to hear all of the things that everyone is up to. At hnlmovement, you can also use the hashtag, hashtag hnlmovement or hashtag teamhnl. I do have a lot of exciting things that are going to be rolling out very soon. I'm in the process of creating online courses and you'll start to see more of that and hear more about it on this podcast, but stay tuned for that. I'm also going to start to get more active on Instagram and social media again. It's been extremely hectic the past few months, but check out, stay tuned for that. I am going to try to do more IG lives post more on my story and of course on my feed and I want to get more feedback from everyone. I am going to start to try to do something when I'm recording all of my podcasts. I'll go on live for a little bit just to see if I get any feedback, any questions that I might throw into the actual podcast. So stay tuned for that. Don't be a stranger. If you see me on live, come in, check in, write some questions, tell me what kinds of things that you're appreciating and what kinds of suggestions you may have for me. But I'm looking forward to being more interactive for the second half of this year. Overall, everybody stay healthy, stay safe, keep sharing the podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and rate it on Apple Podcasts. I will be back here same time with another episode next week. Please come and join me and I will see you then. Aloha.